podcast informs listeners that the views, thoughts, and opinions expressed solely belong to the host and not necessarily to their employer or any other group of individuals. It is not a research report. It is not a recommendation to buy or sell any security. It is for informational purposes only and should not be construed otherwise. Hi guys, it's Nikki Yu, also known as Faces Trader, and you're watching the Austin Phoenix Global Market Update. It's January 28, 2021, and we mentioned that the U.S. market was getting crazy and crazy, retarded meets retarded, and um, I'm happy actually. So you are seeing actually a lot of videos right now that are actually supporting Wall Street bets. Um, in my view, you've seen how GameStop rallied; it's become a global sensation, and um, in a way, uh, Melvin Capital, which ha- which was actually the casualty of this event actually has to shut down. So you're seeing that upon GameStop hitting $300 pre-market, it it reached $350. We are saddened to the close that our firm is undergoing a forced liquidation. Our process of liquidation may take some time as every employee has been ordered to liquidate their anus with KY Jelly before getting fucked. We are so fucked. So to me, um, Wall Street bets said that if they're taking down Wall Street bets, they better take down every single Wall Street hedge fund that has been endlessly using gangster tactics to make a quick back buck. So we do it legally though. So you are seeing a lot of videos. So let me just watch, uh, show you a preview of the videos. Um, let's talk about the Chamath uh, video. That's actually sharing um, that this is a classic case of uh, a hedge fund that just really was um, not doing his risk management 101. So um, if they deserve to lose money, well, Wall Street is correct. Um, and I believe Wall Street bets is correct that they should pay up. And... Um, Losers lose and uh, they have to accept their fate. They were shorting 140% of GameStop even when 18% of the float was already controlled by Michael Burry at $3.30. And uh, you've got Ryan Cohen entering the Chewy CEO. So at the end of the day, you know, um, the people who were shorting GameStop deserve to lose their money. We were even actually saying GameStop as a free Friday class pick when the Nasdaq was hitting 12,000 and people were asking, Nikki, Nasdaq is 12,000. Are there still opportunities for me to make a lot of money from? We actually argued and said GameStop. In fact, um, GameStop, Jumia, Overstock, uh, Nokia, we, we mentioned about how some of these companies were not exactly... Um, as bad as people thought. Um, and so, you know, uh, punish the people who were wrong, but um, take a look at what happened last night. Your Nokia actually went from inverse head and shoulders here. We were mentioning it, remember? We said that Nokia is likely to go up, and indeed it has. From about $4 here, it rallied to as high as $9 last night, 9.89, 9.79. Um, you've, you've seen some memes talk about it, but uh, to be honest, we believe that You know, people are just undervaluing Nokia for their 5G. And uh, we were also saying the same thing for Ericsson. And so take note what happened with Ericsson. Ericsson, um, let's let's show it to you, E-R-I-C. Wait up, ah. Okay, Nokia there. Ericsson, oh wait, uh, let me show you the exact chart of Ericsson. Ericsson also broke out. So um, between the two, I'll be fair. Um, I think that Ericsson is the bigger entity here. Up about 6% last night, 45 million uh, shares in trading value. And uh, I think this one isn't over, guys. 
Uh, I mentioned that uh, we got in on Ericsson at about 10. We added at 11. We even added at 12. Right now, it's about 13. Um, if you study this closely, um, it's actually uh, an undervalued bet. So it has rallied last night quickly to about 15.5. But this one is not yet over. So Ericsson right now, uh, study the, the digital enabler of the future. If you study about the 5G foray of Ericsson, because in my view, it's actually in a run of about 100 to 200%. So I could be wrong. Like it, it could be just a 50% run. It could be a 100% run. For all you know, it's a 1,000x run. When we, were, when we were saying that GameStop at about 4 to 7 seemed to be a very good betting, uh, betting zone, I couldn't predict that it would be $350. To be honest, at 14, I was already happy. So in a sad manner for me, uh, shocks, I sold at 14 to 12. Um, classic case of actually learning to hold your winners, or at the very least, keep some of your winners intact. So I wanted to share to you some of our clients who actually managed to be an awesome 10x investor, and uh, they're looking at some of their profits, and they can't believe what's happening to their GMEs. Um, you know, like... Um, their GameStop, this is actually an actual uh, client uh, who shared that, you know, let me read the exact thing to you. He said, I didn't log in for my account for so long. I, I ignored it. I switched phones because I even forgot my credentials. And then I said, no problem. Awesome 10X is making money while sleeping. And then he said he'll renew it because uh, he got a lot of earnings from GameStop. So I'm glad you realize it is not a day trading, but we make money from make money while sleeping. So buying and sleeping is fine. Um, look at what he did on November. He just entered a, a $3,000 sum and it's now about $12,000. We, we practice a lot of diversification and we teach people to diversify. Uh, I actually was berating him that UVXY was not a, a long-term instrument. It was a short-term instrument. Um, but, but exactly, of course, UVXY is like um, a position that is your umbrella when the market uh, reigns to the downside. So in fact, um, UVXY was up like last night from about $10 to $14, right? This is UVXY, which is a volatility index. Um, and this is your umbrella. So this umbrella can go as high as about 24 or even at $50 if the world really falls down to the crater. So this is more like an umbrella, more like an insurance, right? So you've got a lot of selling pressure, $20 and $24 and $18. But this is not a long-term thing. You don't just buy it and sleep on it. Um, the buy and sleep mode is really on uh, on companies that are really what you believe in. It's not on short-term instruments. So what you're seeing here is that he followed our GameStop call and made 36x or 37x of his money. So that means that his cost was about less than 10. He was, he was getting in at about $8 perhaps. And um, yeah, well, this is 292. After hours, it's already 350. So that's an official, I guess, um, his cost was about 789. So 40 times his money there. So yeah, so even with a very small position, take note that he actually trimmed this. So um, he trimmed already his position, so only some souvenirs left, but still very good money, right? Um, Ericsson, he continued to hold it, yep. So hold on to it. Spotify, yep, we like that. AMD, Qualcomm, ChargePoint, SBE, he got in some Copen about three months ago. NVIDIA, Nano Dimension, very strong up, 359% up. Tesla, of course, he was also up. So these are some of the awesome 10x picks. And uh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. So that is actually a very limited portfolio, 11 stocks, because um, 
very little money. So um, he started with very small amounts of money, $3,000. So, you know, at some point in time, I said to people who start with $3,000, even if as much as I want to diversify you with 30 names or 40 names or 50 names, I can't allow you to have like $50 positions at the end of the day. So, I mean, the point here is that you want to actually invest globally, but not too small. Like, uh, you can start with $3,000, no problem with that. But over time, um, think about your entire... Um, portfolio asset allocation you want to actually have some um you want to actually have your position um growing over time so if you really have let's say in a year let's say you've got about five hundred thousand pesos tucked away don't put it all into cash your cash is earning zero 25 percent of that is 125,000 pesos that would be roughly about you know it's about 125,000 divided by 48 that's roughly about three thousand something dollars so you know, or less than $3,000, but you know, it's still money that you can add into your portfolio because your portfolio should grow. Like, does it mean that those are the only 10 names that you could invest? No, you can invest in companies like, um, I'll tell you what examples. Okay, so Limelight Network, I, uh, okay, this one is not an investment, right? EUVXY is a trade. You're seeing this massive breakout last night, 1387. Um, this is a trade. Your loss is what, $10? And then your reward is what? $20. So with a risk reward of like that, if you like to make a risk reward ratio like that, I'm okay with that. So some people are willing to lose 30% for a gain of about 70%. Sometimes people like that, but me personally, I'd go for losing 30% to make 100 to 200%. Just my point of view. So that's not even as attractive as a, of a risk reward ratio. Um, Nokia, I have it, and then just hold on to it. I think even the $6.50 here will continue to run. Um, so this is still a breakout move. Um, I'd say that people who don't have Nokia can still enter, especially at $6.50 all the way to $5.50. What is your risk if you're wrong? Well, your risk is really about $4, but I believe that people are not pricing in the fact that Nokia is a 5G leader. That's the thing. People don't even know or they didn't even study that Nokia has uh, left all the smartphone businesses and mobile phone business. Nokia's largest revenue is 5G. And we are going into a 5G infrastructure world wherein Nokia, Huawei, and Ericsson are the top three. Huawei you can't buy. And personally speaking, your Belgium, your Europe, your Singapore, they all signed up with Nokia and Ericsson. So what's, you know, what's my risk? Um, I've gotten my fundamentals intact. I've got my charts aligned. I've even got my diversification exposure also correct. So that's the awesome 10x way. Scared money never wins. And why are you scared? It's because you don't have any idea what you bought. Somebody, somebody is asking that GameStop, do you think it will continue to rise till next week because of Melvin's days to cover or short ratio? Um, I'm not a person who likes to make money on those types of things because... Um, to be honest, like 47 and 13, that was already my tolerance. Um, the, the, the highest price that I was willing to pay for, for GameStop was during November. Because of the COVID vaccine, I was ma making this uh, call that, um, you know, uh, let me go to the exact slide, okay? I'll tell you my exact call. November, I'll give you the, the call. Um, November 17, 2020, this was actually an inner circle class. So you're seeing here an actual class. So I was uh, telling them that uh, I was presenting to my classroom uh, that they should actually understand that one night stands means your short term, short term secular, you know, casual flings. Can it actually become a marriage material? Meaning, can I actually hold on for it long term? 
And I said that, you know, Men's Health even said that couples who turned a one-night stand into a long-term relationship. And how did that happen? Because, you know, um, the best way to understand if a person is a good partner is to see them in a lot of different circumstances. You want to see them, how they react in a bad day, but also in a great day. So, you know, sometimes they're, too, they're having too much to drink, they're bored. You want to have as many data points as you can get. So, you know, it can actually start as a fling, but the new rules of a one-night stand, um, you know, 30% of relationships that are actually long-term actually started out as a one-night stand. You, you can think of your relationship with a stock that's, you know, it, it was just a one-night stand. I, I was having a one-night stand with GME, but it ended up becoming a 100x for me. It could be like that. It may have started as a casual hookup, but if the fling time is good, I can hold it forever. I may have thought that it was a fling, but it turns out to be the real thing. Um, people who invested in NEO at about $1, $2, and so what, $60, it was in a way for them like a fling. But they realized, hey, electric vehicle is real, and um, I am really on a good, good, good stock here, so I might as well hold on for the long, long run. And even add more in my shares. Now, however, for GME, I think like the highest tolerance that we ever gave was actually during November. We actually said it here. I'll tell you what. So um, you know, uh, this was the exact uh, this was the exact things that I was saying. Um, you know, from July till forever, people were saying that Jamia was an African e-commerce fraud, and we disagreed. People were saying that dinosaurs have to be extinct. And in a way, we said, no, the banks are not going to die. You won't make a lot of money, but they're not going to die. PVH, retail apocalypse has a name, but you can't, you, you, you can't make money, like 100% and more. Are airlines going to go bankrupt? I said, well, it's going to take a long time to recover, but they'll recover. Energy names are bankrupt. In a way, if you really study them, some, of our, some are actually investing in renewable energy. You probably just didn't know about it. Um, is Luckin really delisted? Can it really go to zero? I mean, I know that it was an accounting fraud, but at the end of the day, there are liquidation efforts and the stores can actually be still making money. Um, sorry, not making money, but you can actually liquidate it to another coffee shop manager. And coffee is coffee. Um, you know, there is still a physical store. So there was really some money to be made, even especially when you hurt it down, 99% down. So, so of course, we talked a lot about Chinese names. Are they really frauds? Not necessarily. Not all Chinese names were fraud. We took a look at some Douyu and Huya, which are really live streaming platforms of China that's being used by a lot of esports. And where digital advertising really in a decline. Ruby was Magnite. And one of and we really made a lot of killing on Magnite. Like Magnite, you enter $4. Right now, it's a $40. Even if you entered about $7.50 or $9, diba? you still made a huge chunk of money and magnite so um cannabis are they truly not making money we argued no we could make money in grow generation and cure a leaf in true leaf and you know um some of our best ideas come from what people think are um are bad stocks and one night stands but we said no it could be a long-term relationship take a look at some things like jumia group was among the hundreds of businesses in kenya that were uh, signing up with jumia agencies like pick pick up stations right um, you choose the best trading setups, entry and exit. And this was actually me telling people that, you know, people said that toys were not important. I said, look, Funko has a name, Hasbro has a name, GameStop has a name. Heavy dining restaurants like Shake Shack, Starbucks, McDonald's, they're not going to go extinct. Airlines, tourism, like, X, you know, Expedia, Booking, Airbnb, they're not going to get extinct. Department stores like Cole, uh, Cole Department Stores, Nordstrom, Macy's, Retail, Ralph Lauren, Miniso, Tapestry, Capri Holdings, 
these were actual buy recommendations that we gave. We said that July, this was just laping here at about 660. Take note with the COVID vaccine here, November 17. Remember, the earnings surprise was Pfizer and BioNTech already had a COVID vaccine. So I'm, I argue that, you know, if, even, if, if, even if I'm paying like 5% higher, I should be making money, right? I'm going to tell you my, uh, my analysis here. My exact analysis here was me saying that, you know, stop overthinking. It's all about the process, the size, and then the results. So, um, you know, this was what was happening. Uh, take note, this was July 15. Designer brands, Delta Airlines, Expedia, Earthstone, Capri Holdings, Macy's, Copen, you know, if you studied look and further, GameStop $4, you could see that, hey, during July, you're already seeing people picking this up. And around November 16, the same thing was happening. You've got a COVID vaccine, then you're seeing your Oceaneering, your Nordstrom, your GameStop, your Macy's, designer brands, Coles Corporation, PVH. Let me tell you guys, Tapestry and all that, CVS Health, Copel, CVS Health is not really shorted, but yeah, it was value for me. So there was BBBY. I was talking about Bed Bath & Beyond. Yeah. So yeah, we have those names. I mean... To be honest, I was telling everyone that the shorts who lost money, they're freaking pigs. They deserve to lose money. They deserve to shut down. They're not acting as risk managers. If Wall Street Bets and Awesome 10X has to tell them you gotta shut down, you better shut down. You have no diversification. You are short massively. My gosh, you don't have risk reward ratios in your favor. You gotta you you went into a casino. You're like a YOLO freaking uh, freaking YOLO, and you gotta deserve to lose money. So you know people are asking, do you have Nokia and Ericsson through analysis thorough? And yeah, Nokia and Ericsson we got in with a thorough analysis in my inner circle. Everyone inside the Awesome Tenix inner circle, when they get a buy recommendation from me, it was a deep dive. If you're wondering why our Awesome 10X clients can just buy, make money while sleeping, it's because number one, there is a system. We allocate our money 3%, 3%, 3% on 30 ideas. But if it's a very small size, uh, I mean, when, when I'm saying like, of course, like we have some clients, $3,000, you know, I can't like chop it to 30 companies, right? So, okay, maybe 10 names for that, $300 each. But still, you know, if you've got like $100,000, you know, we could chop it up to about 50 names. You've got $2,000. And tell you what, I give you 50 names, about 80% of them will be right. Perhaps 20% of them will be wrong. But the ones that will be right, they'll go 100%, 500%, 10x moves. So system-wise, you're going to make a 300% on your portfolio just by following the system. Has it happened? Yeah, we've got so many testimonials zombie clients who just copy our system they copy our summaries this is what the summer this is what an inner circle looks like you've got a summary here of exact buying uh companies what you're gonna buy ericsson nokia even your rocket loans and even your limelights are still gonna be bought um for those who aren't aware let me show to you um since i shared it anyway in my profile page already this is my faces trader so i was saying that um revenge of the sith uh, this Revenge of the Sith. Um, okay, let's watch what's happening. GameStop and AMC, short squeeze there. But uh, I was saying, you know, Limelight Networks, people are underestimating the power of Limelight Networks. So uh, just like people, um, you know, the dark side, you know, um, Anakin, 
which uh, Anakin Skywalker is Darth Vader. You know, Limelight Networks is similar to a transformational play the way that uh, the way that Bed Bath and Beyond's Mark Tritter did. Bed Bath and Beyond had Mark Tritter, and Target executives knew what to do with a company that was flailing. With Limelight Networks, you've got who? You've got Ben Foyle. Let's read Limelight Networks. For those who don't know who Limelight Networks is, it's competing with Fastly, with Cloudflare, with uh, Akamai. And you can see that it is an American CDN service. It's used for delivery of digital media content. And uh, it has more than 130 points of presence. Let me show you my actual Limelight Networks coverage piece. Let's go to Limelights. To be honest, Limelight is a great company. So um, LLNW. Golden Warriors, I covered it around June. So I said that um, this is Limelight. They enable the leading over-the-top advertising providers from the early days from Netflix to today. They cater to HBO, BBC, Amazon Prime Video, AMC, ABC, DirecTV, Sky, Voodoo, Stars, BT, Comcast Universal, Walt Disney, through Hulu. Their mission is to connect the world to people, to the world around them. We do remove the barriers because, guys, if you're not aware of the edge computing, Edge computing allows you to actually experience the highest quality HD experience real-time for interactive and immersive content so that you can watch all your HBO shows wherever you go. They're also possibly in connected and autonomous vehicles. You have your self-driving cars. How could those cars actually not make an accident? You need real-time content. And real-time content with 5G, what's possible with drone deliveries? Limelight has a huge beneficiary in that realm. How about medical care? Are you already in a zone where you're transforming interactive 3D visualizations for surgical planning, virtual reality-enabled therapy, and rehab? Patient health information is now in augmented reality and connecting care providers. All of these are being catered by Limelight Networks. What's possible in gaming and gambling, guys? You could gamble with your mobile phones. That's what GAN does. That's what a lot of esports like enthusiasts, um, like uh, esports entertainment, GMBL, GMBL and GAN. So, gaming and gambling, even your Luckbox, which is uh, in Canada. So, what is needed? You need a true edge platform, which is pervasive, a network device, services, and edge assets. Does Limelight have that? Yeah. This is your future with Limelight Edge. You've got securities on gaming, gambling, entertainment, IoT, massive, right? These are massive trends, and we think that this is a 10x move. You've got a ninefold increase in internet gaming traffic. You've got a $60 billion size of global sports betting market. And you've got a 12x move in VR and AR traffic, whether it be gaming or medical. Do you want to watch this? Edge function, serverless computes at the edge. Let's watch this together. Two minutes. If you provide streaming video or other content, the pressure is on. To stay competitive, you've got to innovate and customize while you protect and manage your environment. But how do you run the software that does it? A centralized approach makes it difficult to deliver targeted experiences at scale. A client-side approach means supporting a dizzying array of devices and software versions, and latency can spoil the user experience. The solution? Limelight Edge functions, serverless compute at the network edge, 
gives you the power to execute code close to your viewers, slashing latency and opening up new opportunities for innovation and customization. It's also developer-friendly, with easy-to-use APIs, support for popular languages like Node.js, Python and Go, and all new documentation and developer tools. As an example, let's look at dynamic ad insertion. Moving components of your ad decisioning and manifest stitching workflow to the network edge can reduce latency and improve scale. You can support the largest live events at scale while maximizing revenue with targeted ads. Here's another example, service protection. Run your authentication code in edge functions to quickly verify your members and serve them authorized content while inviting non-members to sign up for your services. As a third example, deploy delivery service control logic in edge. Guys, I'm going to stop you right there. But the point that I'm making is that Awesome 10X knows what they're talking about. People who underestimate Awesome 10X usually are on the losing side. Okay, guys, it's a free video, but you know that we have an Awesome 10X promotion. Before February 12, 2021, that would be Chinese New Year, you have a 21% discount, an annual fee of just 30 sorry, 15,800 pesos because our original package is 10,000 pesos for six months. So that would be 20,000 for a year. We gave an annual promotion fee this year, wherein when you subscribe to Awesome 10X, you not only get cheat sheets, transcripts, deep dives, you get to access like portfolio uh, consultation if you want to. But of course, uh, you have to, of course, construct your portfolio. We can even help you construct your portfolio. How do we help you? Because we've got the summaries and the transcripts. We tell you what we want to buy and hold and make money while sleeping. It's not buy and sell. We always also emphasize that if you think that, okay, I'm here for the quick trade. I'm not here for the big money. I want to make like 100% in a few short time. We also have quick trades, but... um. Quick trades is something that I personally feel is not really worth your time, especially if you don't have time to monitor. That's why we have a system wherein you buy, you sleep. Some of our clients are even forgetting their passwords and they just look back. Hey, what did my Tesla do? Hey, what did my GameStop do? Hey, what did my NVIDIA do? My Qualcomm? What happened to my Copen? Ta-da! It went up. The point that I'm making is that if you know what you own, if you diversify, as you could see, we do deep dives. We do deep dives in sectors and we even secularly risk reward our investments. So does it make you wonder why housewives, retirees, people who don't have any job, why are they working with Awesome 10X and making snapshot testimonials like, I'm up 150%, I'm up 100%, I'm up 500, 300%. Why do you think that happens? Okay, the secret, if Nikki Yu doesn't work, they have nothing to copy. This is like a cheat sheet. I am like a cheat cheat. They cheat from the best or the people who try to work at what they love. Kobe Bryant said, you find your passion and you do what you love. And my passion is finding great investments in the world. And I teach people how to invest in the best companies in the world. And so, I love what I do. I teach for free. As you know, every Friday is a free class. You can watch all my free Friday classes. Try to decide whether if you bought Copen then, if you bought Vuzi then, how much your rewards were. 
and so forth. Now, it's not just one company and two companies. Every Friday, I have a free Friday class, right? So that means that last Friday, what was the picks? Last, last Friday, last year's Friday, and so forth. So about Naked, Genus, and U1, I think that these are actually trading charts. So I believe that um, we, some of us actually got into Naked Brands, but uh, for me personally, um, I feel that it was a, it was a short-term trade. It's a quick trade. Um, Urban One is usually uh, Urban Outfitters. Uh, U1 is actually always being traded. It's, um, these are one-night stand moves. Genus, actually, Genius Brands. Um, people ask me already about this. I said at $1.50 that it could probably go $2.50. It even went higher. Like last night was $3. Personally, I believe in Genus Brands. So um, between the three, I, I approved the Genus um, buy. And you could see it in my Slack channel before the run-up. Somebody asked me about it. I said, yeah, why do I like Genus? They, they're like the cartoon network of the document. Uh, they're like a cartoon network, basically. They, they have like the secret millionaires club of Warren Buffett. You know, uh, for those who aren't aware of Gina's brands, I think that the shows are really good. So, I mean, if I have a child someday, I would love my child to watch Gina's as their cartoon network. So, at $400 million then, but now it's like $800 million, right? Because it doubled already. It's about $3. It doubled overnight. So, I think like the point of that I'm saying is that I prefer to know what I own. Um, and if it matches my portfolio, you know, it's a personal thing. I'm not saying that, let's say, some people, they believe in these reopening themes. Some people don't believe in it. I'm not trying to force it to you. So some people just like secular trends. So, you know, Limelight Network is a secular trend, right? So those types of things. Um, how about my eToro? As a beginner, uh, where should I go? Is $1,000 enough? You can open $1,000. At the end of the day, you can. You can open $1,000 in eToro. You can open another $1,000 in IBKR. If you had only one choice, I'd say that the best choice is Interactive Brokers because Interactive Brokers has many. Like example, I like to buy AMC. I bought it in, um, in I got in $4.50 in Interactive Brokers. I couldn't even execute it in eToro. And last night, the market was crashing. eToro was like hanging. So there's like massive technical difficulties in eToro. Number one, they don't have SPACs. They charge 8% a year. They even charge me for weekend rates. You know, I mean, IBKR doesn't charge me like that. IBKR charges me 1.59% a year. And they gave me a best margin. And I'm talking about margin being given for accounts that are just... I think the accounts have to be $5,000 above to get margin. So that's the problem. I mean, if you start too small, think about it, guys. Even if you're $1,000, theoretically, went 100% up, would you really be happy? It's just 50,000 pesos. Does it really change your life? So, I mean, I'm not saying that I'm so rich, but I'm just saying that um, look at your pizza pie portfolio. It's understandable that you want to start small, but don't start too small. Like, probably, yeah, three, some people opened $3,000, right? They, they started with $3,000, then it gradually grew after like, you know, after some time. So yeah, you just saw a portfolio that started $3,000. It's now $12,000. I mean, is, does, if, if, if you wanted to just buy and sleep, that was like 400% in what, three months? That was a November student. Because uh, GameStop was a buy on uh, November. We were giving a buy on it. If you want to really use the margin, I'd say $5,000 above. Because for $5,000, they could allow you to margin $10,000, $15,000. I mean, you can buy for 1.59% a year, and that's a magical thing. Like, margin is margin in US, like, 
amazing. So very, very good. All right. Um, of course, use margin at the right time. Um, and so Awesome Tennis is there to help you. So yeah, like today I mentioned about uh, Nokia, we already have, so we're holding. UVXY seems to be a trade trading. So if you're wor worried that the market will fall, UVXY is your umbrella. Limelight, in my view, is a buy, $4.85 all the way to about $5.50. So I think that this one could run up to as high as 7 So just wait it out. There's a resistance at 7 Rocket companies, I said that 20 was a buy, 23 is a buy. I think that you've got resistance at 28 to 34, Rocket Loans. Funko, we've been a buyer of Funko here at about 5 to 6, added more here at 7, added more here at 10. And uh, we actually, guys, have a Funko, um, we have a Funko interview because one of our members was actually a Funko Awesome 10X. Um, so this was this was our uh, want to buy Funko for Christmas. So yeah, with Franklin Lau. So he was actually and actually we we put it in our November buying opportunities as well. So around November we were buying Funko at about six seven dollars. Right now it's about twelve. It even reached as high as fourteen last night. Um, you know some people who see value uh, are deserving to make some money on it. Um, let's see. Last night all international brokers were broken. I also thought it's only Etoro. Um, well, IBKR wasn't that lagging, in fairness. Um, Tilray, Canopy Growth, Organigram, Afria, Hexo, untapped still in the market trends. Any thoughts here, Miss Nikki? It's not untapped. We have all of these names. We've made like 100, 300% already on Hexo. I talked about cannabis names. Um, I talked a lot about this. Um, I said that the Kamala Harris was going to benefit all of these cannabis names. We even made 16 cannabis names for your awesome tennis portfolio. Uh, and I deep-dived some of them. Uh, I deep-dived Green Thumb. I deep-dived Grow Generation. I, I deep-dived True Leaf, Relief You Can Rely On, GW Pharma. Uh, and then some of the names, I mean, even if I didn't deep-dive them, I believed in them. Like, uh, like Hexo does so well when it comes to Israel, uh, Israel Medical Marijuana. So it's not true that we didn't deep, we deep dive CGC canopy growth, um, but at the same time, you know canopy growth is like the bigger entity there. So you, you kind of have a harder time to 10x with canopy growth. So I think like the 10x move is hexo, and I mentioned it like many many times. So um, yeah, I think there's a lot of opportunities. People who say that the market is frothy, they're not looking at the right places. Um, you make money on Ericsson, you make money on Limelight, Tapestry is already down, which is normal because it's already 100%, right? 17 to 34. Zoom video, you've got a lot of selling pressure here about 470, but here about 330, I think that is a support. So if, if, um, if Zoom video actually manages to fall down about 330, guys, this is a, this is a range trade in my view. So um, last night, by the way, Disney was actually interesting. Disney was falling to about 163. So the mechanics for me is I bought here at about 120. I averaged up here to 170. And uh, even at the 163, all the way to 153, I'll be willing to buy this. So yeah, um, I'm looking to top up all of my, um, I'm, I'm looking to top up some of my existing positions. Um, and then uh, people are saying, I mean, the plays are not yet in full-blown play. Uh, weed, in my view, has a runway to go. So yeah, wait it out. Trans Enterix, TRXC. Yeah, people, uh, people talked about this to me. Uh, Trans Enterix. I think I remember discussing this um, in another video. I just forgot. Um, 
what was this again? Uh, I'm really bad when it comes to all these um, healthcare-related names. Uh, Transenteryx, yeah, minimally invasive surgery, surgical robotics, total resistance. What's this? Let me view it again. Um, it is between the surgeon and the patient to improve uh, minimally invasive surgery. So it's more like uh, it reminds me a little bit of of no of ISGRG. So it's like um. It's like a robot that helps people for uh, surgery. So surgical robotic platform globally, augmented intelligence. They've got 2019 offerings at the price of how much? 25 million shares was sold. Oh, where? Which price? 2019, they raised money. 2020, they raised money at 68 cents. So yeah, the people who got in here, um, acquisitions, facilities, Surgibot system, they've got, uh, so they were comparing themselves that Da Vinci is robotic assisted surgery, but Senhans of Transenteryx is actually familiar for laparoscopic surgeons, and digital laparoscopy is an, a product in development. So, okay, let me be honest here. I think that there will be people who are interested to buy Transenteryx, and that's the reason why TRXC already rose from $0.36 cents to $4. $4. So it was a 10x move in a month. And uh, usually when a 10x move happens, it doesn't go down to 36 cents. I'll give you my analysis here based from a chart perspective. Uh, from a charting perspective, I think that the lowest that this falls is just $2. So um, those who don't have transenteryx, if you really believe in the surgical movement of this laparoscopy that, uh, that you can read about, of course, like you can read more about transenteryx, um, the commercial ability of this Senhan surgical system, uh, it's, it remains to be, a, a, I think it's a, a possible buy for people who believe in it. Um, but I would say that uh, try to enter somewhere within the $2.37 zone all the way to about $1.88. So I, I'd say that uh, they will try to take profit. Uh, I'm not sure if $2.76295, of course it can go up again, uh, but you've got a huge resistance here at 4 So if you're entering at $3, an upside of four dollars, but a downside of a dollar, it's just like 50-50, right? If you enter a three dollars, you can go to if you're willing to buy three all the way to two, then go ahead. So that your average will be a 2.5. Because anyway, most of these names they will actually take some time to consolidate after a 100 uh, after a 10x move, right? So um there's a lot of companies that did 10x in about three months. You've got your fuel cell, you've got um, you've got your your even your nano dimension is roughly gonna hit 10x already so at some point in time a 10x move in three months might actually have some leeway for profit taking um there are more questions so let me answer some of them workhorse are getting some new love um i'm not willing to buy workhorse at about 30 dollars like i was okay to buy it at 6 to 10 i even said okay 16 dollars but at 36 it's not a buy you could sell at 35 you can even see it go 50 but end of the day it's already free money. I think that Workhorse is a free money for everyone already. It's not a buy. Plymouth Rock. Okay, so Plymouth Rock is actually um, PRT. Plymouth Rock is um, in Canada, which is, uh, in my view, like a drone company, right? So let's read about Plymouth Rock, Rock together. Let me show to you the Plymouth Rock. Um, Plymouth Rock is a drone company in Canada. 
And um, here, wait, Plymouth Rock Technologies. There's a team of experienced scientists, engineers, and businesses to develop exclusive IP to grow challenges in security screening and threat detection markets. Actually, um, somebody shared Plymouth Rock to me. And um, when I took a look at it, I said that, all right, looks like you're right because they also got issuance and patents for collaboration. So I think that this company actually signed up with Letter of Intense, um, a lot of drones. You can see this, uh, Plymouth Rock uh, gr uh, announcing a reseller agreement for some of their cutting-edge technologies. So there's a lot of private placements on this. Let me read all the news for you on Plymouth Rock. Plymouth Rock, June 25, was a leader in the development of cutting-edge technologies. They are even issuing UK patents for their millimeter wave technology. For those who aren't aware what millimeter wave technology is, it's used for a lot of um, airports. So harmless MMW is used in almost all airports to safely screen people, providing a greater degree of search intelligence. So it's utilized to penetrate, penetrate various footwear materials. So if you have a gun there, they'll be able to screen you. So, launched in 2019, this was actually a U.S. Department of uh, Homeland Security Science and Technology program. And they're immediately developing technologies for passenger screening, state-of-the-art technologies. And they're going to, you know, um, what's this resource, other security projects to task. We are confident of our PRT patent portfolio. And this pattern is going to expand our integrated IP property roadmap. So we're, we're announcing as well that Dr. Matthew Southgate has joined um, a move towards commercial trials of the shoe scanner platform. So yeah, so this is a good thing on Plymouth Rock. There's more actually. This is a company that I am okay with. Um, Plymouth Rock is collaborating with Middle East technology leader STA Qatar. What are they doing here? They're focusing on state security and utilizing unmanned aerial vehicles, sensors, detectors. So they're doing a lot of national security, including borders, public events. Um, and they're working with Qatari leadership with 27 years of experience gained in NASA and Silicon Valley. STA provides mission-critical aerial solution and intelligence, so more like, like military-related for search and rescue, even firefighting. Our interest in Plymouth Rock is their ability to deliver combined intelligence sensors, outputs from the air, and maintain a world-class all-weather flight performance characteristics. So the stated Dr. Khalid Ali, CEO and founder of STA Qatar, he said, being a 100% Qatari-owned tech company, focusing on both self-developed uh, solutions as well as collaboration with best-in-class companies, allows us to leverage our platform and commercial opportunities put forward in Qatar. So I'm so you could see the the the, the intent, right? It's, it's really like the NASA partnering with them, Silicon Valley. Take note, there's a letter of intent bringing compact threat detection radar to the market. So look, I'm gonna share to you the exact chart of Plymouth Rock. Plymouth Rock already rose from about 25 cents all the way to a dollar. That is in Canada. So that was a 5x move in just a short span of time. We're talking about just January. How many companies do you actually saw a 500% move? This 58 cents today is actually more like an opportunity for those who are not aware of what Plymouth Rock does. So to me, if you don't have Plymouth Rock, take a stab and enter today at about 60 cents all the way to 48 cents. Of course, some of you can't, can't access Canada. So um, the U.S. Americans here um, should, should buy um, through here, PLRTF, because it is listed in the OTC market. Plymouth Rock Technologies, this drop from about uh, so take note, it's 18 cents all the way to 90 cents. So, so it was 5x, right? 
right now you're seeing it drop at about 46 cents you want to actually enter there because that is your actual 50 percent mark this is really an entry opportunity guys if you got in about 65 cents you're entering at 50 cents or 50 cents below even if it goes to 35 cents you want to enter this because these are the type of 10x companies in my view that are worth your money you're early in a trend you're gonna see it hit two dollars or five dollars someday in the future that's why you make money while sleeping you buy what you know and you make money uh, somebody's asking triple d is it still cheap no we entered triple d at seven dollars not at 45 dollars even if I believe in additive manufacturing moving forward, I would not, I mean, okay, 45 can go $50, right? But what's the risk that you're taking? 45, people could just take profits all, all day for you. So if you don't know how to enter correctly, you should also deserve to lose money. Like you buy 45, it goes to 30 bucks, and you ask, Nikki, why did I lose money in additive manufacturing? Blah, 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 la, la, la. Look, if you're late, you're late. I can't make anything for you to make money if you're late, okay? So guys, there's so many 10x companies in the world. If you are late in a game, don't worry. Sometimes the markets can fall and you can actually get a better entry price. So example, Plymouth Rock fell 30%. Is that a buying opportunity? Yes, the answer is yes. Sunrun, CLA, THBR. Sunrun hasn't fallen yet. Like it's what, $70? I don't think that is a great entry opportunity. Um, Sunrun is what? After hitting 100, it's now 69. So I'd wait for it to hit 63 below, and I'm going to get in Sunrun. It's okay. I like the 10x trend on Sunrun, but try to haggle if you can enter lower. Uh, THBR is Thunderbridge. That would be Indie Semiconductor. Right now, some SPACs are falling back to 1011. If you truly believe in this name, you're entering at 11, you entered at 13. If you don't have it at 11, sure, you can enter here. $11. Actually, there are some legit 100-500% moves on SPACs that are something uh, worth your money. Try to get into some SPACs while they're $10-$11. CLA, Colonnade is Slider. Uh, lighter for the masses. Ouster. CLA is Ouster. If you can get in at 11 or $10, I'm gonna get in. That's great. If you, I, I mean, the only reason why you entered at 13, 14 is because you're so scared that it doesn't go back down to $10. That's the point. I'd love it at 13. I'd love it even more if they fall in at 10. My gosh, give it to me because I love CLA. Like I really love LIDAR for the masses. For those who aren't aware of what CLA is, go subscribe to Awesome 10X Inner Circle. We have a deep dive on companies like these. And my gosh, you would love these companies when you really study the company better. Bye-bye. And uh, don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. This is Awesome 10X signing out. Bye-bye.